It's been a long day without you, my friend. Welcome in to the Monday Morning Truth Podcast with your hosts, Jameson Benoit Thunder. Woo! <laughs> He's in the house. <laughs> I'm in the house. And late, and late. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long day. Long day. Over, over a month. month. Whoa, over a month. <laughs> yeah. We're back. At We're it, still though. in sync. Look at that. We're <laughs> still. Lost the we have not lost a step. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, um, give you a quick rundown of what we're gonna go through today. Um, first and foremost, want to go through the big reveal. Our podcast name we decided. Ooh, drum roll. Thank you. Thank you. It is the Monday Morning Tears podcast. So yeah, pretty pretty original. Yeah, um, fail to you guys. Thank you guys for the. For all the recommendations, we just had to narrow it down to this. So couldn't sift through all of them. It was <laughs> too many to count. Yeah. Um, the keepers date. Um, Jameson might have already texted you guys. Should be in the, the group chat there. Um, August first. August first. August first. We got a few that have already um, sent it to us. So you're welcome. Props to you, me, and <laughs> TJ. And TJ. Yes. Everybody else, you gotta. Um, let's see. Today's the twenty first. About 10 days. About 10 days, yep. The sooner you get them in, the sooner you can do mock drafts. The sooner we can do mock drafts. On our it's all about us. Yeah, all about us. us. Not while we work, of course. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, the round table date. So one thing we want to talk about is round tables in regards to keepers and the draft spots. Um, that big conversation we had uh, surrounding you know when you draft somebody or keep somebody, what pick goes away. Um, long discussion. We want to set a day up for that. Maybe it's via Skype and person somewhere uh, we need to get that going quickly though so what do you think of that yeah um i'm hoping for right around maybe that first week of august after we get our keepers get together late night i think we'll probably set up a microphone turn it into a podcast oh yeah absolutely. for the people that can't make it that way we can get all on the same page for rules going forward if you guys do have other rules that you're you're wanting to discuss or talk about send them my way i've started a doc but i mean i'm all about changing things up making things fun if you have a suggestion or a change or an edit let us know and we'll bring it to the table not everybody i'm assuming will want to be a part of that which is totally fine so if you are interested maybe we start a second thread mm-hmm. and then we can find a date for those people yeah i'm guessing it'll probably be five or six of us but that's right we'll uh we'll make it fun so also draft date we want to get as many people in person as we can um last season it, it was it was slim yeah yeah, too many people show up. So <laughs> hey, but if if that didn't have happened, you probably wouldn't have had Connor. It's true. Thank you. Well, Niels. that's a little. I, every every time I think of <laughs> James Connor as my tenth rounder, I think of John Mills. So thank you. Yes, we would. I know. I understand. Like TJ probably won't make it. There's Dylan probably won't make it. Yep. We can Facetime in, or you guys. The nice thing with sleepers, you can do it from wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as many as we can, it makes it fun. Chat. Chat. Yep. Yep. For sure. So. Um, I know I sent out that date. We had a couple of people kind of respond. I haven't circled back to look what dates got knocked out and what that left us with. So I'll try to do that uh, maybe tomorrow and update in the thread. So keep an eye for that. Um, lastly, this is a recommendation that we've started to do. We haven't completed it yet, but work on developing your own rankings for players. I know it seems kind of cheesy, but it's pretty fun. Um, you get an idea of who you want to draft, when you want to kind of draft them. Uh, instead of following the ESPN you know, cheat sheet or anything like that, it helps you establish the guys you want to get when you want to get them. Um, and it help you out. Also get you to study a little bit before draft actually happens so you know who's good and who's bad. So. Seth, not just pulling up ESPN <laughs> a couple hours before the day of. Oh, it looks like Terrell Pryor's in the news. I guess <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun. And obviously, you know, 
we have our own recommendations and we kind of do it by tiers. If you want to get into that, we can talk about that another time, uh, right, or doing tier-based drafting. Um, but yeah, it's it's better than just pulling up ADP. Obviously, so much can happen. Rather than just letting the computer tell you who should be going now, you kind of just have an idea of, hey, I like this guy because of coordinator changes, offensive, you know, whoever, personnel changes. Um, yeah, and like Layton said, kind of just gets you thinking before. It makes it more fun for all of us, so... Moving right ahead, a couple, actually, some big breaking news. Big news. Yeah. Uh, so Zeke apparently has said silently, hasn't come out, well, I mean, it's come out publicly, but not from him, that he was uh, thinking about holding out a training camp um, because of contract talks. He wants a contract extension right now, technically has two years left, so it's fairly uncommon for them to be talking discussions right now, but... I mean, Zeke being the player that he is, the running back that he is, and the value that he is to that team. Right. Just trying to get paid. Just trying um, to get paid. Can't, can't blame him there. Right. I don't know. I, I think he probably ends up playing, again, because he doesn't have tons of grounds to, yeah. to be able to hold out at this point. But just something to have on the radar, something to be aware of, um, that the rumblings are going on. they got a lot of players that, I mean, if they want to re-sign them offensively and defensively, they got to make some decisions. So. I feel like they have to. I mean, he's a big staple. He's the one guy that... On those jerseys, so right. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep him, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyreek Hill. This is this is big. Actually, when we wrote this, I don't think this had been announced yet because no, yep, it just it came out like two days ago. Yep, yep. NFL has said no discipline, no suspension, no punishment, all for Tyreek Hill. They did a thorough investigation. Um, I don't think anybody really expected no discipline. Right. No, I did not either. I thought yeah. for sure. I mean, if you heard the audio, it, it, we're not going to be judges of what you should get and shouldn't get, but <laughs> you heard it. It didn't sound good. No, so. no, definitely not. Yeah, we thought maybe at least four games, but hopefully, you know, the there was enough evidence, whatever. Again, we're not trying to pull off the legal things here, just trying to tell you from the fantasy's perspective of, yeah. of what the update is. So right now, you know, not a lot has changed. The average draft position, he's about mid-third round, but... Uh, he's probably a top three receiver, so I don't see that sticking around too long. Yeah, so no, if you're in any other leagues or best balls or whatever, snag them. Get them while up. you can. Get them. Eat it. I don't know where that <laughs> came from. Let's, uh, last but not least, actually this might also, uh, maybe not bigger than Tyreek, it's up there, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon. Uh, oh, boy. He is talking about holding out. Yes. And at first you're like, eh, he won't do it. But then you remember, wait a second. Bell just did it last year, and he mm-hmm. sat out the whole year. I get it. Running backs want to get paid. Uh, they get beat up. They put their bodies on the line week right. in, week out. They they have 20-plus touches week in, week out for seasons. And um, so he wants to make sure that he gets paid. I It's unfortunate I didn't view him as this way, but I think it's also somewhat of just the position. Like they're trying to stand up for running backs mm-hmm. in today's NFL and – and um, trying to stand up for them. So we'll see. We'll we'll keep an eye on it for you. Let you know. Right now, if if it was me, I don't. It's it's pretty sticky. So Chargers are really at the peak of, in my opinion, their championship run. Yeah. When windows close and they got a super good D, probably top three, top five for sure in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty solid D. Philip Rivers, Gay gets the job done. Maybe not a great fantasy quarterback, but you don't know when you're gonna have somebody that can get the job done like that again. Melvin Gordon's 26, um, which is a little higher than where you want to see running backs. 
um, like Ze for for instance, Zeke's twenty four. So there's a big difference there between those two That's guys. Two years of wear and tear on your body in the NFL. Yeah, three hundred was probably three hundred average a year. So six hundred plus touches. <laughs> Like, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of toll. A lot of toll on a body. I actually found a little fun stat here. This is from Fantasy Pros. So they took 99 different running backs. Let's round it up. 100 different running backs at the age of 26, so where Melvin Gordon is right now. Layton, if you had to guess how many, what percent finished in the top five, what would you say? I mean, 26 is pretty young. I would say at least you got to say at least 20%, right? You would think so. 9% finished 9%. top five. 9%. So that's saying... Melvin Gordon, looking at his age and where he's going, um, you know you gotta gotta see it from the Charger side of, and and from fantasy. I mean, because this is yeah. this is a fantasy article. Right. If we expand it and we look, I mean, this gets a little better because you take a little more, but still take that ninety nine. How many times did they finish in the top twelve? Nineteen percent. Still not very big. No. Um, but you can kind of see the window for Melvin Gordon's shrinking. And that's the window for just any running back in general. I mean, in the NFL yep. in particular, like that, yep. those stats, it's the same size as 100 people, right? Yeah. So 26 years old, you're starting to catch that downslope a little bit. Uh, not not drastically. Not yeah. You're not Frank Gore, who's just outlasting <laughs> the outlier there. But um, that is starting to starting to feel a little bit as running back. So that's why I can see Gordon is starting to – Almost uh, panic a little bit once get paid. Um, while he's still got some legs under him, I completely understand. I don't know. Strictly, we talked about this a little bit. We just don't see Gordon as that type of guy to hold out. Like, yeah. He just seems not like the type of guy who's going to put a paycheck over the team. So I expect him personally to be there. Season comes around, but it could be kind of close. You could miss a game or two. Just yeah. It's all part of the game. It, unfortunately, it's going to get yeah. messy, but it'll make it interesting. Like we said, we'll, we'll try to keep you posted on, on any updates there. So... Anyways, moving right along into the main segment here. We're going to just take the next back three teams. It. Yeah, back at it. So just to give you a little uh, preview, we're going to go Ben Manley, who finished seventh. We're going to cover Dylan Shaquin, who finished sixth, and Thaddeus, uh, who finished fifth. So um, I'm going to go ahead and jump right in with Ben, who um, has mentioned to me he has yet to listen to a podcast. So. <laughs> the first thing, too. Update your team names. Yeah, okay. come on. Yeah, come on. I saw Neil's got in there. Updated that a name. baby. Thunder. Woo! I didn't update it, but Present. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I update your team names. Okay. Uh, it, there's pressure there. I don't I don't know if I'm necessarily settled on mine, but I was like, if I'm going to call people out, then i got to get mine in there. Exactly. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes so, yeah, have some fun. Get creative. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben, good job with your wide receiver pair. Um, if I remember right, you had kind of traded – Towards the beginning of the draft last year with Meals, ended up grabbing Antonio Brown at the 10th pick. Good value. Uh, Brown ended up with 15 touchdowns on the year. Um, really good, solid year. You also paired him with Michael Thomas. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you got two of the top five, well, last year, top five receivers. Um, and you were pretty active on the waiver wire. Love seeing that. Uh, put together a solid team. Obviously, probably not the finish you wanted. Uh, and maybe some of the reasons are because of your weak running back core. Yeah. Um, if we look who you originally drafted, you had Rashad Penny, who was a rookie. You had Tariq Cohen. Was he a rookie? He's a no, uh, uh, second he, year? Second year guy, he but he's a second, second stringer. He's behind second Jordan Howard. Yep, yep. So. And you drafted Jordan Wilkins, who yep. very minimal playing time. Okay. Um, so that you didn't have much running back depth or pair with your solid receivers. And on top of that, you drafted two defenses. As always. In the first 
top ten. Was it like eighth and ninth round? I, I, I it was up there. It I was, thought I wrote it down. Maybe not. So you maybe don't go two defenses. Maybe don't go two defenses so early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you ended up. Man, I thought I had these notes in here. I think you ended up dropping both defenses at some point within the first like six weeks. So and that's um, something to point out too. Is one thing that you you were very active on the waiver wire. That was a good thing about you. Is we kind of looked back at the stats a little bit. We looked back at um, you know what you were doing and who you're picking up and st- acquiring stuff like that. Just getting research on this on this podcast, and you were one of the top ones in the waiver wire. Like the, the crazy yeah. part about it was. You were actually picking up people like left and right. The tough part was you picked them up after the wave was cleared, so you didn't pay any fab whatsoever. <laughs> what you're training for this year? Yeah. But anyways, yeah, kudos to you for that. Yeah, way to be active. I I've got to pull up here. So you went defense in the eighth round, and then defense in the last. So not as bad as I thought, but still so two defenses. So who else went in the eighth round? Uh, so in the eighth round, after he would have gone with defense. Uh, Eighth ninth. Who are we looking at? Let's see. We're looking at <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adrian Peterson. Kate okay. would have helped your running back core. Would have helped your running back core. Will Fuller. Okay, hit and miss. Drew Brees. Chris Thompson had a couple good weeks in there. Cam Newton. Russell Wilson. Chris Carson. We'll get to in a little bit. Yep. Solid year. Sammy Watkins. Andrew Luck. Sony Michelle. Okay. Oof. Kareem Hunt. Oh no, Kareem Hunt was kept. So we. We won't do that but one. Still, but you look at those two running backs there. I mean, they could have definitely helped out with that running back core of the three guys that you drafted originally, just by passing by defense on yeah. one defense. Yeah. So uh, potential was there. I'm missing out on value, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, ended up with four Patriots on your rosters. Um, they're good, yes. yes yep, yep. But the thing with the Patriots is you never know what Billy's going to do, especially in the backfield. That's true. Uh, so just, you know, you kind of want to spread it out. Just be cognizant of it. I don't know if you had them. You had, ended up with four Patriots. I don't know if you had the whole season, bye weeks, you know, things like that start to come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, can just get a little upset. It can hurt yeah. you in the long run. Just be cognizant of it. Exactly. Looking forward. Again, good work on the waiver wire. Because of your work on the waiver wire, you got some good options here. Damian Williams. Uh, right now going in the top 24 picks. Yep. Uh, probably considered a top 10, 12 running back. At, at least I mean, you're in the most dynamic there. offense. Yep. Right? Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill now getting cleared. Yep. You got Miko. They have uh, Carlos Hyde as your other running back. So not a lot of competition. Fresh legs. Mm-hmm. The thing with Damian... Uh, he's he hasn't had the workload yet mm-hmm. of a full season. He's never had to carry. Uh, I can't remember what I saw now. I think it was. Uh, I'm not even gonna guess. Um, but you know, week twelve he kind of came on the scene. That's when Hunt kind of went out. Yep. After I traded with John, uh, still a little bit of <laughs> just the way the dice yep, falls, yeah, whatever. Uh, but from that point on, he started averaging 11 carries, 66 yards on the ground, five receptions for 40 yards in the air. I'm gonna take that every week. Yep. You're gonna get touchdowns in that offense. Um, it's only gonna they're they're only gonna get better. So exactly. final final three weeks of the season, he was a surefire RB two. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going away. I only see it getting better for him. Oh, exactly. As long assuming his body can handle the workload, Reed has come out and said he's the guy. We're rolling with him. We're he's the workhorse. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and just for reference too. I mean, right now Damian Williams is going around. People like Devontae Freeman. Um, people like. Um, 
Melvin Gordon's dropping now. I've seen yeah. some ADPs. Um, James Connors dropping a little bit lower. So he's in good company. Needless to say, he's in good company yep. with the running backs he's in. So look at that type of keeper for sure. Yep, yep. You're getting a, a RB1 more than likely mm-hmm. for a free agent. Your last pick. Exactly. Pretty solid. Uh, the other options here, there's a few. I won't go as in in-depth. As in depth. Michael Thomas, obviously, pretty solid. You ended up trading him with John, getting him. Thomas has had 290 catches in his first three seasons. Nobody else has done that in NFL history. That's nice. That's, That's nice. <laughs> Mr. Reliable, right? Yeah, exactly. Good offense, good quarterback. He's the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his targets. Exactly. You don't have to worry about that. He only busted. So what we consider like a bust is if you don't end up as a wide receiver one or wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. And 6% of his games in the first three seasons. That means in his first... Three seasons mm-hmm. in the NFL, he was a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two, all but six percent of the time. It's nuts. You can't get more reliable than that. Not, no, you can't. So adding up all those games he played because he did start rookie year. Yep. Keep in mind he was the waiver pickup for mm-hmm. the season that year. Mm-hmm. Um, out of us three seasons, he's only essentially busted three games, um, which is nuts. Which, which going back to what you said, Mr. Reliable, he's that guy you can rely on. I mean, people like OBJ and Julio sometimes have their bus weeks. So right. if you're looking for a guy who's not going to shake or fold, get you those consistent week to week, that's the guy. He's your man, as long as Breeze is there. Exactly. Uh, Julian Edelman, good option, middle round. You know, with Gronk gone, he's going to get his targets. After he came back from his suspension in week five, he finished as the wide receiver nine on the year. Um, then he only played 12 games, you know, yep. and probably sat out the last one because exactly. they were already locked in for the playoffs. Uh, he didn't bust one time the last season. So, Super again, reliable. also reliable. Mm-hmm. Good to have that as your wide receiver core. Uh, the last option here, Sony Michelle, uh, gets a little more dicey. He mm-hmm. has had a knee scope again. Uh, Going to miss some more preseason time. You know that he had a lot of injuries at, at Georgia. Yep. Had the injury coming out last year. And now getting the knee scoped again, never good signs. Uh, but, you know, the Patriots, they want to work horse. They're going to, again, good offense. They're going to run more. Brady's getting older. They're going to look to hand the ball off and, and play defense. Uh, Michelle averaged about 16 carries a game. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. with, with James White there, he's kind of out of the passing game, which PPR. Yes, in a PPR, it it plays a little bit of a factor, but I don't think you you solely look at that. Um, When you still get 16 carries, you're going to have opportunity. Right. And opportunity is there for him to score. Uh, It seems to be the starter for now. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll let you know. They did, you know, move up and and draft uh, Damian Harris, uh, another running back. So Mm -hmm. something to keep an eye on. Uh, He's on the pup for training camp, but if he's healthy, I think they want to give him the rock. He's going to get the touches. So some options for you. Yeah. And moving right along here, just getting right into the guy who finished sixth, Dylan. Dylan finished sixth in the league. Um, so going, getting into his the good, the bad, and the future. Um, the good, he had some stacked wide receivers, man. I'm not gonna lie. Your wide receivers were Hill, Juju, Hilton, and Jarvis Landry. They finished third. Hill. Um, in, this is in PPR leagues. Um, Juju Smith finished eighth in PPR. Hilton fourteenth, and Jarvis Landry eighteenth. So you're looking at. Four wide receivers finishing in the top 24, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty solid. Coming from my team where I had my wide receiver one, my two wide receivers I drafted were Larry Fitzgerald and Doug Baldwin. So that's how my <laughs> season turned out. Okay, so you had a nice pickup there. Um, also, great great waiver wire pickups as well. You were, you were pretty active on it as well. Uh, picking up Baker um, and O.J. Howard. Um, 
also potential keepers. Um, you can look up their average draft position now, but um, Baker's that top 10, 12 quarterback preseason right now, and mm-hmm. O.J. Howard's top five tight end at the moment. So um, look at those guys. Great, again, great, great waiver wire pickups. Yeah, I think we'll look at those a little more in depth here once we get around to the future. But Absolutely. In, in a tight end landscape where it's hit and miss except for about for sure three guys, and maybe you can stretch it to five. OJ is going to be in that five. Mm-hmm. So to have a tight end that you can rely on week in, week out, don't have to worry about it. Not everybody in the league can say that. No, so. not at all. It's and, good. I mean, that's what I'm doing this year. I saw the text message today. I'm, I'm keeping Kittle uh, and just keeping that top surefire guy as tight end. When you go in drafts, you just have that um, on lock. So you can more worry about value in, in your bench spots and who's going to pop later in the season that might be best for you. So keep that in mind as well. Yep. Um, so the bad, so things um, that weren't very good. One, I just want to point out as well, um, I'm pretty sure you auto-drafted like half of this draft, so <laughs> try to attend that next this next season here. I'm um, going to boot you from the league. Exactly. No more auto-drafts. It's the draft day. I know you're going to be on your honeymoon stuff, but... Draft day is my Christmas! Go do what we do, go poop for a little bit and draft. Get your pick in and go this <laughs> on your honeymoon. Make it work. Make it work somehow. <laughs> But um, one thing we noticed is we had some weak RBs. Um, it wasn't your fault entirely. You did keep um, Devontae Freeman and uh, McKinnon as well. Uh, we didn't know that those guys would end up being injured for the entire season. So Tough uh, luck. Tough, tough luck. luck. I don't know if I would have kept Freeman in the first place. That's an yeah. argument for a different time. Exactly. But. He was the first rounder, which looking back, <laughs> might not have been the best first round keeper. But, yeah, yeah I think that's just a weak spot there. Um I mean, this is also another prime example of just using that fab and just being more active on the waiver wire. You could have looked at people like Nick Chubb, Damian Williams, like Ben did, Philip Lindsay. That's somebody that uh, Tyler Bell, you know, stacked his you know twenty running backs on his team. That's mm-hmm. you got Phil mm-hmm. Lindsay off the waiver wire. So mm-hmm. um, just those guys can help bulk up your team a little bit. And even if maybe they're a running back two um, on their team, you never know. Injuries can happen. Um, just be looking out for for your team and, uh, on the waiver wire. So. Um, lastly, you did have many wide receivers. So going back to this running back conversation, don't be afraid to ship one of them off in a trade. I mean, you and I traded. We traded. Uh, I think Brandon Cook straight up for Royce Freeman. Um, very beginning of the season when Royce was the starter. Um, so you were looking to do that, um, but it was with me, and I persuaded you. So try <laughs> talking with other people as well, <laughs> and uh, make something work. Make Are you work. saying that you? May have I swindled him into <laughs> Brandon Cooks. <laughs> it's his own fault. It's his own record. Get active it's in the league. Record. Don't let me swindle you, Dylan. Don't let it I'm, happen. I'm coming for you, <laughs> young buck. <laughs> He's weak. <laughs> <laughs> Taking candy from yeah, a baby. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but the future, your future is real bright. And, and I'm going through these. Put sunglasses on. Exactly. Your future is bright, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so potential keepers. Baker Mayfield, free agent. So he, like I said, going on top. 12 quarterback at the moment. He's in a new offensive coordinator as well, the air raid offense, which fits him perfectly. He can sling it, and he's going to have way more opportunity to throw the ball now than, than the offense before. So, And not to mention OBJ coming in. OBJ coming in is massive. Yeah. Also, I'm just thinking about the rapport again with Njoku, yep. Jarvis Landry. He's going to have all these other guys in another year with Nick Chubb. Like, right. And Hunt coming back in week nine yeah. or whatever. Like, It's looking really good for Baker. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, another one is O.J. Howard, um, you know, head coach Arians um, from the Cardinals. Never actually had a top tight end 
one for fantasy wise, anyways. Um, I mean, you can think back his top, you know, performing players he usually been wide receivers like Larry Fitz um, or running backs. Um, but so that's something that could you know be a little iffy there. Uh, but like I said, preseason going around top five, top ten tight end yeah. uh, in a very slim tight end landscape. Yeah. Um, and Winston also has had a good rapport with OJ Howard as well. So. Yeah, and just to, to know, you know, you, you mentioned Arians has never had a tight end, but he's also never had a tight end as athletic as OJ. I mean, probably the, the most athletic tight end in the NFL right he's now. Yeah, he's a yeah. freak. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Jameis has had a rapport with him. If you look last last year, Fitzgerald was kind of with Brait, and, and Jameis was kind of with OJ. Yep. And so depending on who was starting, the t- that's the tight end you can try to run with. That's right. Um, so now that it's it's Jameis, you gotta you got to think OJ runs with that. and. Big breakout year. I mean, he's kind of got to, right? I mean, Deshaun Jackson's gone. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> it, we laugh, but he had a lot of targets yeah. and he had a lot of catches. Yep. All those are gone, which means OJ, Godwin, and Mike Evans are going to be. I mean, they don't have a running back that can it's, really catch the ball. It's Mike Evans, Godwin, and then Scotty Miller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, so, opportunity is going to be there for yeah. OJ, for sure. Absolutely. Um, next one, which I'm, I'm predicting, or we're kind of predicting, you might be this guy. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju! Juju! <laughs> Your fifth rounder. Um, you, so you took him in, in fifth pick over, or fifth round um, overall last season, which is a great snap. Yeah, good you. work, good work. Um, Auto-draft, good work. Auto-draft, did you did you really well, <laughs> actually. So maybe you want to do that again. I don't know, I'm not sure. <laughs> but he finished the season with a 111 catches, over 1,400 yards, and seven TDs. So that is solid. Like, like I said, he finished wide receiver eight in PPR leagues. Um, and that was with Brown there. Brown is now gone. There's yeah. 168 available targets. 168. 168. How is he going to – where is this going to go? Juju's got to find Juju. at least a fourth of them. Vance is, Dance. Exactly. So yeah. that he's going to be a surefire yep. top 10, top 5 guy. You think. Yeah. You think. You hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, expect a lot more target share from him. Um, lastly, we talked about him a little bit. I know Jameson's real big on this guy, so take this way, Jameson. I said, I know this is one of your, one of your deep sleepers, I, from what I can tell. Let's talk about you. Kinda. It's for the first few weeks. I think, well, you go ahead. You talk, and then I'll, okay. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So Chris Carson's the guy. Um, you picked him in the ninth round, um, and he's actually the running back one for the Seahawks coming into the season, and one last season actually, as well, actually. Um, Seahawks love to run the ball as well. One of the top running teams in the NFL. Um, towards the end season, actually Carson was getting around 20 attempts a game. So the volume there, giving the ball at least 20 times, it it's virtually you know impossible not to have some value there getting that many attempts in a game. So um, keep that in mind. Again, it's going to be under the Seahawks who revamped their offensive line, um, as well as you know has Russell Wilson there. So definitely going to be you know, a good value there late. Um, Penny's also injury prone, so Rashard Penny is the running back two for the Seahawks at the moment. Um, so just expect him to take a, take a lot of both the carries. So, Yeah, I I just like that offense. You covered it. Like, they're going to run. They're going to pound the rock. That's what they're okay. looking to do. Um, they have Brian uh, – yeah, Brian Schottenheimer is the, their offensive coordinator. They brought him in on, intentionally to say, we're going to change knowingly uh, to be run as much as we can. We're going to rely on our defense, mm-hmm. and that's how we're going to win games. So – I love the running back in that offense. Yeah. Um, I think Carson starts. I, I I think both hold standalone value, Penny and Carson. 
I just think where Carson, I mean, you got him in the ninth round. You're getting an RB one in the ninth round. That's that's hard. Like yeah. you said, you're going to get the volume. You're looking around twenty attempts a game, mm-hmm. touches. He's a little active in in. Um, oh, I'll look it up. In receiving the ball in the passing mm-hmm. game. Mm, give me a second. I'll find I mean, it. he was more active than Rashard Penny was. If, if, yes. Rashard Penny. In terms of catching out yeah. of the backfield, yeah, yeah. Catching out of the backfield, and they, he's, he, I mean, I saw flashes of him last season, which is the athleticism out of the backfield as well. Um, so much that Damian Williams, um, it's just, he was just so under the radar because the Seahawks struggled. Yet finishing 10 and 6, I mean, they struggled the entire way. So, um, again, just it, it really depends. Again, going back to these, just these keepers, it really depends on who you're trying to get, which trying to form your team around a little bit. Is it trying to be the quarterback? getting them really late form it from the top down um or you know it really is up to you which one forming around so. yeah yeah i couldn't find the stats but yeah he's active in the passing game Definitely. can't go wrong there it, so you you, yeah. you in bottom line you got a lot of good options there if you you make two picks you show up for the draft you should be all right absolutely should be all right last but not least thaddeus finished right in the middle tj the <laughs> good tj the tight end Reaper. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Got five tight ends on his roster at any given time. Mahomes. Mahomes. What, what else can you say? Thaddeus, well played. Good job. I, yep, I, I'll, uh, I'll applaud. I'll it. applaud. Nobody else did. You know, I I sat on it. I'm thinking, you know, it's a fluke. Uh, one week deal. I'm going to I'm gonna make him prove it. I'm going to wait another week before I try to get on him. Uh, but you jumped on it. You didn't wait. You didn't hesitate. You got on, paid off in a big way. Um, so props on that. Yeah, absolutely. On in the same token, you did also have Deshaun Watson, You're who welcome. you who you ended up, yeah <laughs> with the trade with Lady, who you did end up dropping, who Alex ended up using to beat me in the championship. Different note. We'll get there later. Um, but yeah, I think you could have had Watson and Mahomes. Not not trying to downplay the good. Uh, Mahomes is obviously. The top fantasy yeah. waiver wire pickup, um, top player, good way to use your fab. Go get a guy that you believe in and, and trust. Good work there. Uh, you had good roster management. Uh, when you look at your team, like I looked back at it, I'm like, mm. uh, outside of my homes, like it's not that impressive. Uh, but you finished fifth. You were competitive. You were active on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. You weren't ama- afraid to make, make moves that were going to help your team, whether that be trades whether that be dropping somebody like Watson, uh, you were aggressive, and right. I appreciate that. I'd rather have somebody who's aggressive than, than passive. Um, in the league, it just makes it more fun, keeps everybody on their toes, and, and it's a good time. I know you kind of caught some heat for the trades, uh, but at the end of the day, you did yeah. what you had to do, and you put yourself in a position to try to win. It's, and, it's super respectable, too. Yeah. I mean, I just all the trades that you do, I I think that's one thing that makes this face football great is just making those trades and – be more active like that. And, I mean, you finished higher than I did, and you made way more trains than I did. So I don't know <laughs> if those two correlated at all, but uh, it's something to look at. You think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so good work. Um, yeah, so good roster management. Finished fifth. Weren't afraid to make moves. Uh, kind of looking at the bat here. You took Howard in the second, which you're not alone. I, everybody yeah. in America thought Howard was going to be more. I mean, Nagy coming in, great offense. Yep. Howard's going to be the workhorse back. He's going to be a stud. He, he wasn't horrible. Like if you look at the stats, he ran for over a thousand yards. He finished in the top. He finished as an RB two, respectable. Yep. Just not somebody 
you would hope as as your second round pick he would have done a little better. Um, and in, in, when you take somebody a running back, especially in the second round, you kind of hope that he ends up more closer to the RB one, maybe slide into that RB one spot. Um, then you then he does kind of fading back. So um, that was uh, weak running backs. Same with Lamar Miller. You took him in the fourth, didn't pan out. You know, again, it's hard to tell. Like he's the RB one. He's gonna get the ball. He's just not a very good running back. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't didn't go well. Um, I don't know what my notes mean here. I all I, all I see here is it took Bell um, in the first went to me. I think the biggest thing here is you really didn't have too much to work with. Just trading away. I think it goes back to the same token of, of trading away, uh, doing a lot of trades with with those picks. I mean, you did have your first rounder or third rounder. Your third rounder went to Seth. That's went, right. Picked a bad feeling. That's what so I was saying. So yep. your first two picks in the second round and the fourth round were Jordan Howard and Lamar yeah. Miller. So tough yeah. to work with much there. Um, yeah, that's what it was. You didn't have a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Went away. Um, you ended up, yeah, good call. Thanks for filling in. <laughs> uh, you also went back-to-back tight ends, mm-hmm. um, followed by a defense in nine. So you went seventh, eighth, ninth. You went tight end, tight end, defense. Uh, and that defense you ended up dropping in Octo- on October 3rd, so not even a month into the season. Right. So, again, I'm not saying we all draft perfect. I definitely don't draft no. perfect, and you never really know. But just the, in terms of the initial roster construction, um, we kind of joked about it at the beginning when we brought your name up. But the tight end, tight end, you know, if you don't get one of the top tight ends, uh, you, in my opinion... I look at streaming. Like, I'm just going to yeah. week to week, I'm going to look at matchups. I'm going to see if somebody I can grab off the waiver wire yep. who's going to get me 8 to 12 points that's going to mm-hmm. fill that role. Um, again, that's just me. You you do what you guys want to do, but the back to back tight ends, you missed out on. Oh, man. Let's just to echo that, too, like, tight end, waiting on the tight end is going to help you out so much. I mean, look at your defense, too. You picked the defense in the ninth round. You missed out on people like uh, Mike Williams. Um, Ten touchdowns. David Goku, you could have got around later and not drafted Evan Ingram or any of those guys. Um, Calvin Ridley was a surefire rookie that was awesome. James Conner, who I picked up. Um, Randall Cobb, um, Nelson Aguilar, just some other late round value that could have you know helped spark that team a little bit more. I'm just thinking of running backs particularly, just because um, that running back core did struggle a little bit. So maybe just waiting on the tight ends and trying to build up. The depth of their running back, maybe one of these late guys pops, like James Conner, Zay Crowell, Corey Clement. Um, again, echoing last year, not this year. <laughs> but um, just doing a little bit of research and, and wait on those could definitely help out. And it's tough. I mean, yep. nobody's able to predict everything that's going to happen. So there's going to be busts that you don't expect. There's going to be guys that break out that don't expect. And it's just that's part of the fun, part of the game. So yep. you're looking forward. I wouldn't keep Mahomes if I were you. That's kind of dumb. Um, as your last round pick, doesn't seem like it's worth it. No. Nope. Uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he is. There's only been three times that a quarterback has thrown for 50 plus touchdowns. He is now one of them. Mm-hmm. Only 13 times in history has a QB thrown for 40 or more touchdowns. Obviously, he's one of them since he threw for 50. Upside, I mean, his favorite target is now back. Tyreek Hill, not going to miss any games. Yeah. He's there. Have Damian Williams brought a Mikul Hardman, have an, a, you know, um, Robinson, I can't think of his first name. He had f- four touchdowns, I believe, Marcus. last year. Yeah, Demarcus, thank you. Demarcus Robinson. They got options, they've got weapons. Most high powered offense, probably in the league, if not top three for sure. Yep. Um, 
So surefire keep there, especially yeah. as a last round pick. Gotta be. Yeah. The other one you you had said Goff. I think that's solid. In my opinion, I I don't always keep two QBs. Yep. Um, you know, again, it's my philosophy. I I play the waiver wire more than mm-hmm. than other people, and it's a game. It's risky. You don't know, and, and there's a lot left. Um, if I were you, I'd look at Mike Williams. Um, again, they Tyrell Williams is gone, so there's some more receptions there. He finished with ten touchdowns on only sixty six targets. Nuts. <laughs> that is insane. Obviously, probably some regression there, yeah. but you would think with the other Williams gone that what he misses in touchdowns he'll get with receptions and, and yards. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not going to be probably not going to be the type that gets you 12 catches in a game for 144 yards. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more of five catches, 98 yards, and mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Like, right. big body guy, he's going to go get the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I With Phillip Rivers, and especially if Keenan Allen gets hurt, which he has in the past, mm-hmm. I'm sure, almost surefire wide receiver one in yeah, that yeah, off. Like, so, and you free agent. So your last two mm-hmm. picks would be Mahomes and Mike Williams. Again, not telling you what to do. Your team, mm-hmm. just we bring an outside perspective. Oh, exactly. That's just yeah. suggestions. And I think just echoing Jameson too as well. Like, think about this. In, in this sense, you have Mahomes, the surefire number one quarterback last season, and bringing MVP coming to the same exact offense with Tyreek Hill returning. You, you don't need a string. So right. So you don't have to have two quarterbacks. Right? True. You're not gonna. Put Goff in like before Mahomes ever, like because right. that's just that's much value there. Right. So just keep keep that in mind um, when coming back to keepers. I know you announced them already. It's not August first yet, so they're not locked in. Yep. Um, think, about yep. think about it. Think about it. You know, there, you have a few others that you could consider. Allen Robinson, okay option. Derrick Henry, depends yep. how you feel on them. These are just our suggestions. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, I will say one more thing with Mike Williams. Um, Hunter Henry's returning, um, but they, it sounds like he might take more receptions, but if you think about it, it may actually help him just, Hunter Henry takes a lot of attention. He's a good young tight end. He's yep. going to take that middle of the field. Keenan Allen's the number one receiver, so he's already going to be having the number one corner on him. Mm-hmm. Just opens up more for Mike Williams in a lot of one-on-one right. situations. So. You only have 66 targets because big old Antonio Gates yeah, Kate's old man. Right, Gates and Tyrell. Up. I mean, yeah. let's if, if you Tyrell say, Williams is gone. He's at the Raiders. Um... I mean, the race of the court there is pretty slim. So, I mean, you got Gordon, who's may play, may mm-hmm. not play again up may there. It, yeah. just, it just seems to be trending up for Mike Williams overall. Yeah. So, last year, just off the cuff here, Tyra Williams, who is now at the Raiders, decent late guy if you're yep. just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. And other drafts or ours could be okay. Um, but he had 41 receptions. Okay. So, those are all now gone. Obviously, not all going to go to Mike Williams, but. You know, 41 receptions, almost 700 yards up in the air for anybody's anybody to take. And if Gordon does sit down at all, obviously just helps even more. So, Leighton, bring us home. All right, guys. Well, it's another end of another great podcast with your buddies. Um, I think the first thing we need to establish is this roundtable discussion over the keepers. It is a critical component and cornerstone to our league here is having keepers, and we want to do that right. So. Um, throw in the text message, throw it in the chat, whatever it looks like for you guys. Let us know when it works best for you to do that uh, so that we can get this set up before season starts so we can get this nailed down. Um, it's the biggest thing. We, sh- we make sure we get this going before anything else. Um, next, let's start thinking about your keepers, please. Uh, don't come August 
first, <laughs> or even like July thirty first, and you're like, well, I gotta pick two guys. Yeah. These guys are fine, I guess. Um, put some time to it. Make this game fun. Make this league a little bit fun. We like the interaction. So. And, and Sleeper has a great platform for mock drafts. Fantastic. You can jump right in either in the app or on the desktop, and you can run it. You can We, personally, I try to go in and guess other people's keepers and just, you know, it gives you a little better sense of, hey, you tried different things. Hey, I take a quarterback early. Ah, I didn't really like how my team panned out. Or, hey, you know what? I like this receiver. These receivers are, are a little deeper, so I need to go running back earlier or vice versa, you know. Yep. Um, so get in there and, and do some mock drafts. If you ever want to do mock drafts with us, hit us we up. Do them We're <laughs> all about it. All about Too it. Too many mock drafts. Too many. Um, but lastly, it's 46 days until the NFL. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. 46 days, people. Even less for preseason. It's Even coming. less. Football's coming. Football's it's coming. here. Right around the corner. Well, talk to you guys soon. Hit us up on the text line. Peace.